Blog Talk Radio. shows on Monday nights, but this is a special show, and I will tell you all about it shortly. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, and I want to welcome each and every one of you to the show tonight. And because of y'all, this show just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing, and and I thank you, each and every one of you, for it. As you all know, we're heard in over 200 countries with over 200,000 plus listeners when we include all the podcasts as well as this show, and it's your your show, ladies and gentlemen, it's not my show. It's you, the listener. It's you, the guest. I could sit here and ramble all day long and nobody would care. But when I bring on amazing guests like our guest tonight and, and the amazing listeners that, that share the show and keep tuning in time after time, this is how we grow. It gives an opportunity for indie artists, whether they be authors, musicians, painters, politicians, whoever I bring on this show, it gives them a place to be heard where they might not be heard. And for that, I thank you. There's two ways to get on this show. One, you can come on as a guest. Two, you can become a sponsor for the show. 
And I don't do that to to get rich because I'm not going to get rich. I do it to give you yet another platform. And if you want to find out how to be a sponsor on the show, you can either contact me on Facebook or you can contact me at offthechainradio at yahoo.com and I will tell you exactly how to do it. And with that, I'm going to open the show up with a few ads. Uh, Jay Traveler Pelton has been on this show before and she has a special offer going on her website just for folks like you getting ready for what I call the silly season. She is offering postpaid sets of her trilogies for $25 a set and she will autograph it any way you like. She takes PayPal and she'll ship the sets out the next working day. So go to her website, travelerpelton.com for all the details. Terrorist Traders and Spies is her latest book in the Oberlin series. The middle generations of the Oberlins carry on the legacy of their father, Noah, by setting up a network of scientists, spies, and informants all over the globe. This book spans the generations from 1910 to 1975, a time of change and growth. The family tries to stay out of the feud between Edison and Telson while beginning to investigate an elusive enemy network that grows into an underground jungle, which will plague them for generations. They survived two world wars, the Korean conflict, and the Vietnam War, in spite of attacks on them personally from the enemy and even from their own government. Will the legacy of the Lanap negotiators carry the family through discrimination, hatred, and treason? Will there be another seven generations of the people to carry on, or will they follow their ancestors into oblivion? Join the high-energy Oberlin family in yet another of Traveler's Tales of Intrigue, Technology, and History. Terrorist Traders and Spies available now on Amazon, Books a Million, ebook, or paperback. Or if you want to, go to travelerpelton.com, which is her website, for a special offer just perfect for the holidays. Now, if you're into audiobooks, you can go to audiobookwormpromotions.com forward slash adopt an audiobook and adopt, don't shop for your next audiobook favorites. The Adopt an Audiobook program has new releases and audiobooks for every genre. All audiobooks are free to interested reviewers, and that is the caveat. You can get the book for free if you will do a review on it. Simply listen and share your thoughts. That's audiobookwormpromotions.com forward slash adopt an audiobook. Many of you know Diane Moat. She's been on this show many, many times. And thank you, Australia, because y'all put her number one. And down under. Well, she has a series called the Sam Holden series, and Sam Holden, our favorite vigilante, is back. The third book in the series is called Dog Bones, and it's Sam's quest to avenge abused animals, but it is threatened when the FBI comes after her on one side and the commissioner wants her dead on the other side. Will Sam's life be double life be exposed, and will she be able to protect the animals, her friends, and herself? Check out Dog Bones by Diane Moat everywhere ebooks are sold. And if you have not yet started the series, you can start with Dog Gone because for now it is free on Amazon. That's Dog Gone by Diane Moat and Dog Bones. That's the third in the series. Howard Levine has got a new book out called Last Gas. Fred Tadishi's niece is dead, one of thousands of victims of a terrorist attack which has been laid at the feet of Islamic radicals by right-wing U.S. government. Frank, based on a chance encounter, is one of the very few people who question the government's explanation. He's a Vietnam veteran who wants nothing more than to live without further controversy or conflict. 
Can he and his grieving brother, Rob, a detective with the NYPD, obtain the necessary evidence to uncover the truth in the face of scorn and incredibility? Can they overcome their long-term estrangement to work together, given that they are putting their lives in danger? And last gasp, a novel that resonates with today's politics, the answers to these questions unfold in a way that mingles personal and societal issues and intertwines the past and present while moving relentlessly forward. Amy Lyle, she also has been on the show, and she is one funny woman. She's a comedian and actor who lives in Atlanta, and she has a unique outlook on life. Most people hide their failures because, to be perfectly honest, ladies and gentlemen, aren't we embarrassed? Well, Amy wears hers like a coat, and she wrote an entire book about it. It's called The Book of Failures. The book opens with, I have been married for 20 years. Not to the same people, but 20 years nonetheless. The book talks about relationships, how hard it is to blend a family, and just funny failures of everyday life. The reason it's been a bestseller for over a year is that it is so relatable. Everybody needs more laughter in their lives. So buy it for yourself or for a friend or even somebody you might not like too much. That is going through a hard time. The Book of Failures is available at some Barnes and Noble stores on Amazon as a paperback ebook or audio. The Book of Failures by Amy Lyle. Get it today. And with that, I want to welcome our guest tonight. Is one half of a duo, and the song that you heard, "The Girl in the Gilded Cage," just sent me back into time travel. Because it's the same tone, the same pop music that reminded me of the late 60s, early 70s when music was changing. And and I'm seeing this movie wandering around in my head. The amazing duo of Fitzsimmons and Brogan is the author of that beautiful song called Girl in a Gilded Cage. They are based in London. Neil Fitzsimmons and B. Brogan aim to produce, quote, pure pop for now people, end quote. Neil and B. were both members of the band Pretty Blue Gun, who were signed to an indie label licensed to Sony. They released two albums, which were critically acclaimed, and then some of the guest musicians included members of the Art of Noise, Dave Bronze, Eric Clapton's bass player, and Eric Clapton is, is I have a girl crush on him, Tobias Bochelle, Moody Blues, and Pip Williams, who played guitar on the Walker Brothers track, No Regret. The albums were produced by Pat Collier, who produced Katrina and the Waves International hit, Walking on Sunshine, another one of my favorites. The band went on to national tours across the UK until disbanding. Neil Fitzsimmons, the songwriter, and B. Brogan, the vocalist, then went on to form a songwriting-slash-production partnership that led to the placement of their songs in film and TV. The new album, Big Blue World, was released June 22nd with another schedule for the fall of this year. And Neil is with us tonight. Neil, welcome to the show. Thank you for staying up till what four o'clock in the morning your time for this show. Uh, no, it's actually it's only about it's about ten past one, and that's fine. Well, I am so so humbled. I even offered. I told Michael. I said I will even do the show in the afternoon on my time, so that these guys <laughs> don't have to stay up so late because that y'all lead fine. a very busy life. <laughs> but. <laughs> 
thank you, <coughs> excuse me, for being here tonight. Now, you were flying solo because you told me before we went live that you're the one that does all of the interviews. Yeah. So before before we get into the history of, of you and B and this wonderful palathra, eclectic musicians that y'all hooked up with, yeah. what in the world? Was the inspiration for "Girl in a in a Gilded Cage"? That song makes me want to get up and dance. Uh, yeah. Oh well, that's great. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've always been a big fan of uh, bands uh, like Blondie, uh, The Go Go's, and stuff like that. Um, like the pop rock, as you said, about in the seventies and eighties. I've always been a big fan of that. Uh, uh, yeah, and I decided to write something like that, and it's. Um, yeah, it just came really quickly that song, and uh, the the band loved it and everything. And uh, we, when we, me and B got together uh, as a duo, uh, we decided to record that. As, and as you said, with uh, Pat Collier who produced it, yeah. Well, it, uh, the 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 movie that was dancing around in my head was girls with hair down to their down their backs and and mini skirts and go go boots. Dancing yeah. to this song. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, like in the cages that they used to have yes. up in the yes. in the clubs. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I love that era of stuff. I'm really fascinated by that. So that's been a big influence on us. We're uh, both of us obsessed with the uh, '60s music, uh, especially the Beatles, who are like you know my absolute number one favorite group. Um, yes, and, and that's where we draw inspiration from from that from that era, really. Well, I, I read that the, the Beatles was top on your list of favorite bands, yeah. and I went back and reread it, and I went, are you kidding me? Because I grew up on the Beatles. The Beatles were popular when in the in the mid to late 60s, and the first yeah. time I heard them, I'm going, I kind of like this sound, and they were a pop band. Yeah, oh, yeah they're, they're fantastic. Brilliant. Everything. I don't think there'll ever be another group like them, to be quite honest. Um I think everything we do, uh, we always judge it by what the Beatles would have done on something. You know, we're we're obsessed, especially like with John Lennon as well. I mean, he's like my yeah. hero and, and Bees as well. Uh, yeah, and everything we do. I mean, we've got everything. I read books, countless books. On them. We've got all their stuff, every album and everything like that. Yeah, and a folk, we've got a, uh, a poster of them in our front room as well. So, well, yeah, what I find you, interesting is, if, if, ladies and gentlemen, if you're too young to know who the Beatles were, go back and listen to some yeah. of their songs, their their early songs when they first came out. Because what Neil and B do is they they put together beautiful music in that same vein. It's almost like retro. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's what we're trying to do, really, because we think um, a lot of pop music now has lost its way, to be quite honest. Uh, uh, and we're trying to to bring that back. And, uh, you know, the reaction to the album has been unbelievable, the reviews we've been getting. We've got another great one today as well. So, yeah, it's it's been really good. I think there's a lot of people out there who, who are just waiting for that type of stuff, hopefully. Well, it's it, it has an upbeat... It has an upbeat sound. You can understand the words. And yeah. it, 
it 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 makes one feel good. It's it's the music's not so loud that it it fries your brain and it goes on short no. circuit because you can't hear anymore, and yeah. you don't have to try to figure out what the words are because they're very plainly articulated and yeah. it's just feel good music, Neil. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's uh, I'm um. That's why we work with Pat Collier because I mean I was a big fan of his, like you were saying, like with Katrina and the waves. I I love walking on sunshine, uh, and actually, before we ever got signed to a deal, um, one of my friends, uh, a drummer, said we were listening to Katrina and the waves. I had an album, and he said, "Oh, you know, this bloke would be really great on your stuff." So when we got signed, that's who we asked for, and after. Uh, some toing and froing with the record company. Yeah, we were put with him, uh, and we 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 have been working with him ever since because he he, he knows how to get that energy in into music. And it it's real. It doesn't. It does, It's not a forced sound. It no. sounds like that. Like you and B are just having a blast in the studio. You're not recording. You're just jamming, having a gay old time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's. I think that's what. Um, you've got to try and get over because as I was saying, I think a lot of the, some of the stuff that guitar music that comes out now is just like, it's all on one level and it's a drone. Uh, but the, the, the basic thing we always go for above everything else is the melody because without that, uh, I don't think anything really else works in the song. And that's why uh, we try to do that, put like a, a very consistent uh, level of songs on an album we don't want anyone to listen to an album and think, oh, I'll skip past that one because I really, you know, I don't like that one. We were, want to go back to like uh, when the beat, as you said, when the beat was first came out and people like David Bowie, that there was a great uh, track uh, all the way through the album. Yeah, you didn't want to miss one song. Because no. Because if you, if you missed one song, it just messed up the entire thing. You, you, it, it was like taking a journey. Because yeah, the way the right. songs were put together, it, it it had a middle, a beginning, and the end, yeah, all the way right. through the tracks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's what we try to do. Uh, to, yeah, because I mean, uh, I think now a lot with MP3 players and the iPods and everything like that, uh, listening to albums is not the thing it used to be. Where you used to used to sit down and listen to the whole album with the lyric sheet and listen to the whole thing. Now people just skip from one so pick their favorites out and just put them all together in like a you know like a glorified <coughs> mixtape which is a shame because yeah. so much good music is lost yeah when they don't listen to the whole thing case in yeah. point rod stewart just put out a new album and there yeah. is not a bad song on the album all right yeah is that all original songs is it that he's written exactly yeah. There's no cover. There's just Rod Stewart. Just like listen to you and B. It's all y'all. There's no cover. There's no copying someone else's songs. There's no copying someone else's um, type. It, yeah. This is just y'all, and I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's what we try to do. Yeah, I mean that that that, that and that's why he's lasted so long as well. Is because he's, yeah, because he's uh, he's got a sound, uh, a thing that you know. When as soon as you hear him singing, uh, he can't really be anybody else, can it? I mean, I you know, I loved it, some of his early stuff, like "You Wear It Well," which is about my favourite of his. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fantastic song. Um, yeah, and that that I think is something that's sadly missing now. Like all the sampled rubbish you get now, where people just stealing bits of people's songs and putting it out as 
their own. I just, you know, I'm just a bit lost with all that type of stuff. Well, what has happened is is they've they've lost their creative edge and I think have gotten slightly lazy in the industry because people will buy anything now. And we have to, it's, I look at it as a fine wine. We have to be um, very selective of the music that we listen to in order to to make those artists who are being lazy rise like cream to the top of a pitcher. That's right, yeah. You and B have done. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's good of you to say that. Well, I'll speak the truth, Neil. I don't know if Michael told you that or not, but no. I'll speak the <laughs> Yeah, that's but great, yeah. I, I found out something very interesting about y'all. Y'all also, like two of my favorite classical artists, Mozart and Chopin. Yeah, that's right, yeah. that I've got to be honest, that's more B than me. She's she's really into her classical stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, so, I mean, to be quite honest, you know, everyone that works in music today is is copying their chord progressions without realizing it. So, yeah, I, I definitely would. Uh, yeah, I would say that's an influence on us. Well, we're gonna. This is a good time to take a break and run these ads right quick, and then we're gonna follow the ads with another of Fitzsimmons and Brogan's um, songs. And this one is called Blue Velvet. And no, ladies and gentlemen, it is not the old Blue Velvet song. It is a rockin' song. So this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest, Neil Fitzsimmons, one half of the Fitzsimmons and Brogan duo all the way across the big pond in England. We will return shortly. Best-selling and award-winning author of true crime and crime fiction, Yvonne Mason is back with a brand new book, The Pink Canary, a book that delves into the life of a drag queen and a marvelous whodunit. You can find this and all of Yvonne's other works on Amazon.com or find Yvonne Mason on Facebook and Twitter. You're gonna kill me. Buy your copy of Pink Canary now. Do you have cougars on your porch swing? Are horses your new best friend? Do your nicest shoes get buried knee-deep in snow as your toes turn blue? Are you bothered by wolves at your woodpile? No, not that kind of wolf. Join wildlife artist and author Nancy Quinn and her family as they discover an exciting new life in Go West, Young Woman. A True Montana Adventure, available online and in bookstores, or visit quinnwildlifeart.com for a personalized signed copy. Critics agree, it's a hoot. This is Jade. And this is Wilnona. Wow, it's been a busy summer. Yes, we have new books. I think we have a new audio book. And I thought the voice was bad with other life lessons. Why is that title such a mouthful? I don't know, but you can hear that mouthful on Audible and on iTunes now. And that will take you through life changes, the highs and lows of it, through pop poetry and the literary life guide. So remember to check us out. And no, I don't mean a once over, but then my narcissism said, well, maybe check me out once. And then look at the rest of the website at andrethought.com. 
You can check out the podcast and the YouTube channel and everything that we're doing on that website, andwethought.com, just because you didn't get it the first time. Oh, my goodness. So we're going to say bye from Winona and Jade and our website. Okay, is this going to be like a running gag? Yup. Andwethought.com. Bye-bye. Germany, 1938. Charlotte, a young girl of 15, wanders into Georg's cobbler's shop to have her shoes repaired. Georg, enamored by Charlotte's charm and grace, decides then and there that he's going to marry her. But they must keep their love a secret from family, friends, and, most importantly, the Nazis. Follow along as Georg's pursuit of the young Charlotte results in the couple traveling a heart-stopping, winding route to stay one step ahead of the Gestapo in their escape from Nazi Germany, with a surprising twist along the way. If you like history and romance, don't miss Good Things Always Happen in Springtime by Joanne Fisher. Available at www.joannesbooks.com. Juliana is a middle-aged housewife in Toronto with a career, a husband, that has little interest in her well-being, and three children. In the evenings, she gets on her computer and chats with people around the world. When she gets involved with Aaron and Bobby, her life becomes a pinball, bouncing around her husband, her job, her children, and her two online friends. She's bewitched by the romantic poetry of Aaron, but the honesty and kindness of Bobby bring her all the way to California. Watch for the ironic twist of fate that takes her in a direction she never expected. If you like spicy romances, don't miss With All of Me by Joanne Fisher, available at www.joannesbooks.com. Fiore is a young Italian woman engaged to be married but her plans are interrupted by a charismatic Sebastian, a handsome middle-aged Spanish businessman. Her beauty strikes him like a thunderbolt sent by the goddess Venus herself. When she's given a peculiar gift, a Spanish doll, she's thrown into a whirlwind of entangled passion, money, secrets, and love. Their romance sparks in a charming little Italian town located on the southern part of Lake Garda in northern Italy and takes them around the globe. What happens when her life is suddenly shattered by a lifelong secret? Her Spanish doll will bring you to a caliente Spain and a romantic Italy, adding some spice along the way. Available at www.joannesbooks.com. Yeah.
back. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, and that was Blue Velvet by the duo of Fitzsimmon and Brogan. And Neil, I'm going to tell you again, because I'm an author, this movie's in my head. And in this movie, I see um, maybe a senior prom, and the kids are all there, and this girl <laughs> walks in the door, and she's in blue velvet. And this guy that's got a crush on her, he can't help himself because she's in blue velvet. Yeah. Was that what y'all were trying to produce through that song, that vision? Yeah, I, I suppose, uh, in, I mean, when I wrote that, it was like, you know, like the unobtainable girl uh, type thing that I was going for. And then there was actually a track around at the time um, by a little known group called The Bible. Uh, um, who did a song called Honey Be Good, which I was a big fan of that song. Uh, and I based it on that, really. Um, and also because I, I loved the uh, David Lynch film, Blue Velvet, as well. Uh, ah! So that was, that was a bit of an inspiration. Yeah, I suppose it was that, really, uh, that, that I went for. Um, and uh, it, it was actually after that track that, that me and uh, uh, B became an item, which she was in the band before that but then after I'd written that one we, we started going out with each other because uh, she absolutely loved that song uh, and also um, there's a writer in this country certainly he's passed away now uh, Charlie Gillett he, and he he was a big name in the radio over here he, he broke people like Elvis Costello uh, Dire Straits he championed their calls and we sent the, uh, the demo of that to him and he he actually phoned me one night and just said it was one of the best songs he'd heard in the last 25 years and that he was going to start pushing it out and playing it to people. And eventually uh, that led to us getting signed. Well, that is an amazing song because not only is it retro, but in the the vision in my head, and again, as a writer, I I visualize things where I write them down. It it takes, it, it, costumes and all the clothing and all goes back to the 70s and the 60s yeah. with the beehive hairdos and the big bows in the hair and the and the, the yeah. straight a-line gowns neil you are a fantastic songwriter oh right <laughs> thanks a lot yeah oh, oh that's really yeah good yeah i mean um i i don't actually think i think it's like with yourself but like writing you can't teach anybody to write I don't think at all. Uh, It was just something that uh, when I was a kid, uh, I was always interested in who'd actually written the song. I thought, well, they must be the brains behind the whole thing. And that's why I, uh, that's why uh, eventually, you know, when I, when I took up playing the guitar, I I took up the guitar to become a songwriter, not a guitarist, but in the, you know, in the end I picked stuff up and obviously I can play now, but that was it. I've always been fascinated by songwriters, uh, and that's more than anything. That's what I wanted to do. And and your songs tell a story. And and I've had other artists on before. One of the things that I say is the only difference between you as a songwriter and me as an author is your stories are put to music. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, that's what I try to do. Really, uh, I mean, um, when it, when when it comes to the lyrics and everything, I I, I mean, I'm a I'm a really big Elvis Costello fan. I, I loved his lyrics. Uh, I love Lennon's lyrics and, and people like Bowie and uh, and to go a bit left field I I also love I, 
I think you must have heard of him, Jimmy Webb, who wrote all the stuff for Glenn Campbell. Yeah. Uh, who's written some of the most <laughs> brilliantly miserable songs that I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. But but he's absolutely fantastic. You know, like by the time I get to Phoenix and the Wizards of Lyman and Galveston, I mean, I just love all stuff like that. So I've got quite a taste across the board, really. I just well, I, go on. They have taught you well, my friend, because yeah. With the the old school feel that that you yeah. would be put to music, I read something that says y'all will not be pigeonholed, and no. I understand that because once you're pigeonholed, then it's like clipping the wings of a bird. You can't fly anymore, and you can't show your full potential of what you're made of. Yeah, uh, yeah, I believe. Yeah, because I think the thing is the thing that we never wanted to do, and I think a lot of her. Uh, uh, other bands and artists do that is they keep on uh, writing the same song over and over again, which uh-huh. I, I don't really want. I don't really want to do that. I mean, you know, we got. I mean, on that album, on the Big Blue Bird album, there's a ballad on that as well. The wounds are healing now, which is totally different to anything else uh, on there. And there's like heavy rock stuff. Well, sort of like rocky stuff, like um, the God Given Right. So yeah, um, to be quite honest, when we when we first got, we had a few like close calls like getting signed before we actually signed a deal and one of the things which I thought was really ridiculous was that they couldn't pigeonhole us they wanted to put us into a category and I you know we were determined not to to have that because I I don't want to keep on writing the same song going around in like ever decreasing circles really so we I'm glad we stuck to our guns because we found a good label in the end I'm glad you did too because if they had made you become a machine, a music machine, yeah. you yeah. would have lost the the uh, uh, the eccentricity and the eclecticness yeah. and the freshness of the music that y'all produce, and you would have just been like the boy bands that are out there. And it, it's mm. like some authors and the, yeah. the big six put out; they write the same the same plot, just different characters in different cities. But you can pick it up, read the synopsis, and say, "Oh, I've read this before." Because it's the same thing. Yeah. And I I remember self and B, we are like, we are great readers. We've got, I mean, well over like a couple of thousand books. So we we read all the time. And I think those books are written on like a template where they just Uh fill in, you know, there must be about six different templates or most probably less than that. And they just fill the characters. I don't know how they turn out that many books. I, I, I just, I can't understand it. They just changed the names to protect the guilty. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I want to play this last song because it, and I want to talk about this one because this song is, I, I'm going to remind me that Michael goes on my list because now he has me addicted to yet another one of the artists that he represents. Michael has sent me so many wonderful artists down through the month. He'll he'll get a, a new artist to say, Vaughn, put this one on your show. And he picks the best. I'm going to tell you, Neil, he absolutely picks yeah. the best to manage. And I see you and B winning all kinds of awards next year. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, we, we picked up one award from the, the Indie Music Channel for, uh, I think, the Big Blue World single got to number one or number two in the chart. So, yeah, that was nice. I hope I've got the big... I thought I'd... Tell me I didn't. 
I can't find it. What did I do with it? Oh, no. I thought I uploaded it. Let's see if I can find it. I might not have. It might not have uploaded. You'll just have to come back on so I can play it again. Because I had it it online to play, and I don't know what happened, but it didn't didn't upload for some reason. So we'll just carry on and talk. Um, I'm not all here anyway. I think half of my brain went to sleep. But... When when how long have y'all been together? Um, Recording well, and, and with with yeah. the, the band before y'all. Well, yeah, um, I suppose we've been together about uh, about ten years now. Wow! It. But yeah, that's when we had uh, like our first deal, uh, and then the first label we were with uh, went into liquidation, uh, and we spent about sixteen months trying to get away from them. Uh, which was horrible. Um, oh, bless your heart! Yeah, because they wouldn't let us go unless they could recoup their costs. So it was, it was all pretty. Uh, yeah, uh, and I've had publishing deals since then. But then we got, as I said, we got signed by this French label. Uh, uh, we've got members of publisher, and we've got a couple of other publishers as well. One in the states and one in the UK. Um, yeah, and that's basically it. We, we did talk. As I think you know, we were both in the Pretty Blue Gun, which was the original name when it was a full band and. We did tour with that around the country and everything and played some quite nice venues. Uh, but then when that split up, uh, myself and B decided to write, you know, become like a songwriting production night team together. Well, and also in my um, deep dive of y'all, yeah. y'all wrote a musical. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Tell me uh, yeah, about that. That is amazing. Yeah. Well, um, we always had this idea we wanted to do something like that. Uh, and what we decided was um, to like the user songs that I'd, I'd written and put a storyline around them. And we, we sent that off to uh, a couple of uh, people that work in like Ch- uh, Channel 4 TV over here. Uh, and they actually went for the idea. And one of them wrote the book for it. He just like took our story on. Uh, and then we got a musical director. He got interested, and uh, yeah, actually won won an award and got a week's run at uh, about three different theatres in London, which was unbelievable, really, because um, it was ta- it was almost taken out of my hands. You know, once the musical theatre people got involved and everything, I've got to say it was one of the most brilliant things when I actually myself and B were invited down to watch the first. Uh, for it and I hadn't seen anything the way that they'd scored and arranged the songs and it was unbelievable so it, did it what it what it says to me is you and B are more than one dimensional oh yeah if, if, you, so. if you decided to quit singing pop songs you could write musicals and make a fortune yeah yeah well, I'd love to do that I mean um, I, I could uh, you know like uh, send you some tracks from the actual musical which are so like far removed from what we do that it's almost like they've been written by somebody else but I think that all comes from like our love of like different artists like that going, I mean it's this sounds really like left field but I'm a, a, myself and B are really huge fans of Carousel you know the film yeah I uh, love that film yeah with um, Shirley Jones and Gordon McRae yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, we're we're into because I was brought up because my dad loved that film, uh, 
and everything. And so when I was a kid, that was constantly, you know, like he's always talking about it. He had the album and I, you know, those songs. And that's why I think, yeah, that it's what has led us down like different paths in like the writing and, and, and what we do, because we've got those type of influences. In in writing, in writing the musicals, do you feel like that it made you more, for lack of a better word, cognizant of making your songs for the pop side more three dimensional, more meaningful, more lyrical, more storytelling? Yeah, uh, well, I think there's things you said when um, they took this stuff on. The musical director. Um, he he took the stuff on and he used he used the songs really well in it because as you said most of those songs have got like a story going on in them uh, uh, and the story um, it the songs just seemed to fit the, a few little changes had to be made to some of them but when we the actual the opening night at the Greenwich Theatre in London um, I just couldn't believe it when I saw the actors in all, you know, when the, in the full dress costume and everything. Uh, we were sitting in the front row, and uh, embarrassingly, I had to go up on the stage at the end with, <laughs> with the musical director and take a bow. And I've never been on the stage without a guitar in my hand. So it was, uh, and he, uh, and, and I'm six foot three, and he's about five foot two. So it did look slightly ridiculous. But just think of it, Neil. Glow in that because oh, yeah. how many people yeah want to be able to do what you did yeah. and would probably yeah. sell their soul to the devil to be able to write a musical that was that wonderful yeah and, and put it, it on yeah no it was it was I mean when we it, I I just came in one day and there was a, an email waiting for me there just saying that uh, your musical's been accepted. And it's won an award, and it's going to get a week's run. And you know, it 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 was at, it ran at the Greenwich Theatre for a week. Uh, then it the Bridewell, and then we they put a performance of it on at the Royal Academy of Music as well, which was quite unbelievable. Um, Whoa! But, but what was really nice was that um, you know when the, on the Greenwich Theatre thing, my mum and dad were in the audience, and Trudy's parents, so uh, B's parents. So yeah, it, it was a it was a great experience. Was that on your bucket list? Was that one of the the things that you had that you wanted to take that journey, or was it something that you just fell into one day because you could? I think, like you said, what you were saying is that when you know we were doing this stuff when we got signed and everything, and all through my writing, we always said well, these would make uh, songs would be great in a musical, and then one day myself and B actually uh, sat down and we. Uh, came up with an idea uh, that was across in between Carousel and the Tale of Two Cities uh, at the end of it. And there's the, at the last scene, there's a, basically not to bore everybody, but it's just a girl uh, gets married to the wrong person who's uh, a bit of a tear away. The one who's good, she ignores. Uh, and that there's all, all things get mixed up in the end. But in the end, the tear away, like... Uh, Billy Bigelow in Carousel, he gets a chance at redemption to make that choice to let her go uh, and have another life, a parallel life away from him. So it was all that type of stuff. Yeah. So we we had that idea, but they took it on even further than that. What what an amazing journey, Neil. Just yeah. you, you know what what I would love to see since I haven't been to London and 
love the theater, have never haven't been to a play in many, many years. I would right. like to see it come to television. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm actually I've got somebody in the States now who's like uh, hunting around for something. Uh looking Yay. for that he's pushing pushing the stuff out. So yeah, he's from uh he's from where was he from? Philadelphia. Billy Terrell. Um He's actually like putting feelers out because he's got he's got the same opinion about about the stuff as well. So, All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first here. If you know anybody who knows anybody, and those in the industry know what I'm talking about, we know somebody who knows somebody. Let's help Neil put it out there in the universe. Just throw it out there, the, all the energy out there, because I would love to see this come to television. I would watch it and just salivate because number one I love musicals and number two Neil Fitzsimmons and B. Brogan wrote the screenplay, wrote the music and they've been interviewed on this show. How amazing would that be? Oh yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, that would be fantastic. It, it, it would be epic. How exciting. Now, I want to ask you something my friend. Yeah. You all have another album coming out in the fall. Yeah. Well, that's actually um we've actually got that's been put back to the uh beginning of next year because uh the the record label are putting a new single out on Friday which mm. is girl which is Girl in the Gilded Cage. Uh so, ah. so yeah, we that's heard coming. it first here. Yeah, that's coming out on Friday on the nineteenth. Uh there's a lyric video for that that's gonna be on YouTube. Michael's getting right behind Michael Stover. Um, and currently, uh, we're working with um, drummer now, Woody Woodmansey from The Spiders from Mars. Uh, we've just done two tracks with him, and we're doing another couple of tracks. And that's going to be on an, another album, a third album, that will come out towards the end of next year as well. So we've been quite busy. So with that being said, let me ask you this. Would you la- be willing to launch the new album on this show? Yeah, definitely, yeah. And and that way it it could get out. People could even pre-order it. Yeah, um, I think that that's the new album, which I think is most probably going to come. I reckon like uh, either like March, most probably next year, it'll come out. That's called the girl who shouted love at the heart of the world, which is a bit of a a bit of a mouthful. But um, yeah, that's going to be the the next out again, produced by Pat Collier. Um, and then hopefully, like later in the year, uh, the tracks that we've done with uh, Woody Woodmansey, as I said, it was Bowie's drummer. They they will uh, uh, be coming out on the third album. Well, I will get with Michael and say, Michael, I want I want them again because the the artists that have been on this show, all of them wound up winning all kinds of indie awards, and and I'm not going to say it was because of the show, but I'd like to think that this show had something to do with it because they got exposure and this oh, is brilliant. amazing. This is amazing that you've taken me back two generations. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that's great. I mean, that's what it, you know, I mean, um, that it's, I don't, I, I, you know, I was asked that, wasn't it? And I, it was the influence of my parents as well. That's all I ever heard. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, was like the the Beatles stuff and everything that they kept on playing and everything, and that's what I've uh, really been into. And I'm not just the Beatles. I've, I've got to say, all across the '60s, like the Kinks, the Who, 
people like that. Uh, I just love it, oh. and uh, you know, right, right across the board, really. And and I am a firm believer that everything comes back in vogue, whether it be clothing, whether it be music, whether it be furniture, whether it be houses. Everything makes a full circle, and I think that as a as a population those of us that are music lovers, we are yep. kind of tired of all the screaming and the, yeah. the 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 guitars that sounds like cats being mauled to death. We yeah. want to get back to music. Pure yeah. music. Yeah, I mean it, as I was saying to you, we've we've been working with Bowie's drummer, you, you the Spiders from Mars, which was like the Ziggy Stardust type era. We've been working with Woody Woodbansy, uh you know, and I've got to say, I'm a huge David Bowie and of Woody as well. And to be working with him is unbelievable. He actually sent us an email today when he saw a review that was online of us and said, keep going. Uh, the the music world needs people like you, which I thought was a lovely thing for him to do. And I agree with him. The world does need people like you because y'all have brought class back right. to the music world in a big, yeah. big way and never allow anybody to pigeonhole you and be because oh, my no. friend, y'all have got it. Oh, that's great. Thanks. And I, 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 um, if it's okay with you, I'll send you the stuff that we've done with Woody and also one of the songs from the musical, if you'd like to hear it. So I would. And may I have your permission to promote it on the show, play it as an opening song on the show when sometimes yeah. so that'll give y'all even more exposure yeah that'd be great uh, yeah we've, we've just finished two songs with woody we're about to do two more and uh i've uh i could send you the the big ballad uh from the musical that a girl sang it was mm-hmm. a solo spot which i think you might like oh absolutely ladies and gentlemen yes i know people see i i get i can get things here because i know people oh that's and, right and, Y'all, y'all can y'all be able to hear this too. Now, what I would also like to do is put you in touch with a friend of mine who um, has his own radio show, and it it's online, but it's run out of it's run out of London. Okay, yeah, that'd be great. His name is Christopher Plain, and he has uh, several. Um, mu- he's a music officiato. He he puts me to shame, but I would like to connect you two so yeah, that he can right. also interview you and B and play y'all's music and get you even more exposure. Yeah, no, that that would be absolutely fantastic, Yvonne. That was really kind of you to do that. That's 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 what I do, my darling. I like spreading the wealth because. <laughs> <All right. laughs> My philosophy is we're either going to hang separately or we're going to succeed together. And That's I would right. rather succeed together. And yeah. you you and B have got some fabulous, fabulous journeys to complete. And I just want to help you get get down that road because in, in 10, 15 years where I'm going to look back and, and y'all are going <laughs> to be winning all these wonderful music awards and I'm going to say, yeah, I knew them. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, let's hope. Oh, no, there's no hope to it. It's a done oh, deal. Trust oh, me, right. it is a done deal. Now, believe it or not, Neil, our hour is coming to a close. Okay. So oh, what I would like I would like for you to do is tell the folks where you can be found, where they can purchase your music, and 
you have already said you'll come back, and I'll I'll set that up with Michael. Thank you so much. I am so grateful and so humble. Oh no, no, that's that's that'd be a pleasure. So tell the folks where you can be found and where your music can be found. Um, yeah, you can find us on the on our website, which is fitsimonandbrogan.com. Uh, we're all across YouTube. There's a, a video there with a storyline with actors of one of the singles that we did for the French label. And we're on all the download portals that you can absolutely think of. The uh, the record company have made sure of that. Um, yeah, we're on Twitter as well. And we're on Facebook, Fit Simon and Brogan. If you just type that in, you'll find us. Um, yeah, and our music, um, the Big Blue World album is available. And also an album that we did before that called His Latest Squeeze. Uh, that's... But yeah, that's available uh, as well. Uh, that that was actually the album that um, got us noticed by the the, the French label. Um, and yeah, we're, we're across everywhere basically. Thanks to Michael Stover as well. <laughs> he seems to never be away from. He never seems to be away from his computer, no matter what time you email him, which is quite amazing. Um, well, yeah, that's it, how you succeed. You you have this is. wonderful man in your corner. Yeah, that's what we just. Well, we decided that this time in the past, you know, we've left it to the a publisher or the record company, uh, and sometimes they don't get it. And I was determined, well, we were both determined that this time we would find somebody to fight our corner. Uh, and after toing and froing, talking to Michael for a while, we we decided to go with him, and it's certainly been it's paid off. It's really worthwhile. He's really brilliant. He is brilliant. And you, you now have me in your corner, my friend, because oh, you have right. a concert. I am just, I love the music. You are an amazing guest. And don't hang up when the show goes dark, but I do want to thank you for staying up late. Ladies That's and okay. gentlemen, this, this, this young man is in England, London, and it's almost two o'clock in the morning there. And he would not let me change the hour to be convenient for him he's just so kind and and thank you for sharing an hour of your life with me i really really appreciate it okay yeah that's that's great and uh i'll uh send you those new songs i'll say i've got your email address i think so yeah. i'll send you those songs yeah all right well don't don't hang up when the show goes dark because i got some things i want to i want to tell you um, okay. So just hang on there once the show goes dark. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest, one half of Fitzsimmons and Brogan, Neil Fitzsimmons. And it, go and check their music out. I mean, these guys are phenomenal. They are bringing back wonderful pop music that I grew up on, and I am so grateful to see it. I tell you at the end of every show. One is people will forget your name. They will forget what you're wearing. They'll even forget what you look like, but they will never, ever, ever forget how you've made them feel. We're all on a journey, ladies and gentlemen. And sometimes that journey is, is not a very pleasant one. So when you're out and about and you see someone that, that could use a smile, it doesn't cost you anything, but it may, may save a life. So smile. Just smile and ask someone how they're doing and tell them they have a beautiful smile. Also, do not ask permission to achieve greatness. Nobody's going to give it to you. And remember, you're already great. You don't have to achieve greatness. Teach your children that, that they are already great. 
and they can do anything they want to do. Join us again tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time when we will have another wonderful guest on the show. We're going to have a show every night this week because I'm playing catch up from the past few weeks. So we will be here every night this week at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. And we will have wonderful, (laughs) wonderful guests. That is, if I can keep my voice. And I want to thank my two partners in crime, Julie Morgan and Ian Bush. Thank you for stepping in while I was burying my husband. I appreciate it very, very much. So this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest, the wonderful, wonderful one half of Fitzsimmons and Brogan, Neil Fitzsimmons. We will see you all again tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time, when once again, as you all know, because we never know how the conversations are going to go. It will be off the chain. Join us, share the show, buy Fitzsimon and Brogan's music. You will not be sorry. Until then, we say have a good evening. Okay, the show's off the air, but everything I tell you is going to show up in the archive part of the show. But I wanted to tell you that once the show goes into archives, I'm going to post the link on my page, and I'm going to tag you and Michael in it. And you can take this and put it on your website, share it with all your social media. And then tomorrow, it will go up on Spreaker, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, on Reverb Nation, on FM.com, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, on two stations on iHeartRadio, Southern Chats with Yvonne Mason and Off the Chain, and what I and Podcast Common Podcast Garden. And what I will do is I will tag you in the links for SoundCloud and Spreaker, podcast.com and podcast garden. And you can take those links and share them with everybody. And what I also wanted to ask you is when I put the show up on Reverb Nation. There is a place that I can put a song for streaming only and then put an external link that it would take the buyer to your, your, wherever they can buy the songs where you will get paid for them. They won't be able to download it. All they'll be able to do is stream it. And if they want more, then they have to go to that link. Would it be all right to put that up there for you? Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I am going to promote the daylights out of you, my friend. Oh, thanks. That's brilliant. You are quite welcome. And again, thank you so much for spending an hour with me. And as soon as this thing archives, I'll, I'll put the link up. I'll tag you. And then tomorrow I'll put up the um, the links on the podcast and send them to you as well. Okay. Uh, what um, email address should I send these songs to? Is it If you could send me your email address, that would be good. And I can send you some of the, uh, the newer tracks that we'll be doing. So, you know. Get a bit of an exclusive okay. on them if you want. I will. I will do that um, as soon as we get off from here. I'll. I'll okay. send you my email address. And Neil, thank you for bringing Pop back. All right. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what we're trying to do. That's brilliant. Thanks for everything tonight. Thank you, my dear. And I will get with Michael to get you on the show so we can um, launch the album next March. Yeah. No, that'd be brilliant. All right, my darling. Thank you again. Okay, then. All right, thank you. Talk to you later. Uh Bye. Bye. Bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.